Welcome to Ride With Us, presented by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, the world's largest ride enthusiast organization dedicated to the appreciation, promotion, and preservation of roller coasters across the globe. Please keep your hands and feet inside the podcast at all times as we welcome your hosts, Jessica Gardner and John Davidson. Hello and welcome to the Ace Ride With Us podcast, where we are stepping just one more to our part three of CoasterCon. So I have my lovely co-host here, Jessica Gardner. You have just left off with, uh, it was Thursday, right? So you need to get us up to speed on Friday. Yes. Last time I talked to you all. Hello, everyone. It was Thursday night. We were just wrapping up uh, that part of the day and I still need to tell you about Friday. So Friday was still an absolutely full day. A lot of really exciting things happened. But I should mention um, something I hadn't mentioned about Thursday was that there had been a really exciting few raffles. And there was nine members who were able to get and be on a float at the Grand Carnival Parade. Those pictures are hilarious. Yeah, we saw them throwing beads and uh, dancing. Great job to all of you and smiling, representing Ace so well in the Grand Carnival Parade. And six uh, members got behind the scenes tours of the 50 Nights of Fire show that included seeing the drone launch pad. They got a very close up viewing of the fireworks and they got a bonus look at the old Plants vs. Aliens building. So yeah, what happened was there was this raffle. Everybody could buy raffle tickets for a dollar and um, there were multiple ones. And so those were the the raffles that they won. And I heard uh, that they raised almost $4,000 for the Ace Preservation Fund just from this raffle to be able to have these experiences, which is so great. But it may have been due to that one part of the raffle was that 15 people were going to get to walk to the top of Fury 325. John, I have to ask you, I have to ask you, would you do it? I would do it, but I can tell you because I've been on, not that, not, not particularly fury, but I've walked uh, other lift Hills and I'm not going to lie. I hold on like a little girl (laughs) at the top. It's what's crazy is the amount of winds. First of all, I just want to say many little girls are very brave. Do not say it's little girl. Many little girls are very brave. (laughs) You're right. I'm so sorry, but uh, I was just saying that I, I will do it, but I do, uh, I do have to really get myself up the courage for a cup of that. So, yeah, from a $1 raffle ticket, 15 people won. So I talked to a few of the people who got to do it. In fact, Derek Perry was one of them. He put oh, in, that's think, awesome. He put in, I think, 20 bucks. I put in a few bucks myself. I didn't get my name called. I had my fingers crossed so hard. I heard someone spent $325 in raffle tickets. <laughs> They're like, I am increasing my odds. I'm increasing my odds. Right. Well, thank you for donating to the Ace Preservation Fund. I hope you won. I didn't find out if they did, but uh, it took. So my understanding is they did have a harness. I've heard some of these lift logs don't have harnesses, but in this case, it was definitely a harness and it took 15 minutes to get to the top. Wow! And when they were up there, they were able to take pictures. I heard people brought 
multiple different cameras. Of course, some of them, I know Derek uh, borrowed something that I have where you can keep your phone like strapped around your neck. So if you drop it, it just, you know, it stays on you like a lanyard, whatever. Um, And took tons of pictures. The pictures are incredible. And there were some people on the ground taking pictures of the people up top and they just look like they're in a cloud. They just look like like little ants on the top of the lift. Just little tiny ants in a cloud at the top of Fury 325, which is, of course, it's called Fury 325 because it's 325 feet tall. Exactly. And and Derek said that the walk down was actually scarier than the walk up. I I believe that. When you're looking down, that's, you know, when you're walking up, you can kind of look up. But when you're walking down, you really have to look at your feet. And the way that Fury <laughs> is, I know that you know, but you you can see they've made it, which is just brilliant of them, that when you're on the coaster, you can really see through the cars to the bottom and on the steps as well. Because <laughs> they're so like, like metal like, grates, right? So you can see through yeah. what you're stepping on. Oh, I don't know. I I'd had a really hard time doing that. <laughs> what about you, uh, listeners? Would you do it? Yes or no? We want to know. Uh, so congratulations to all of those who got to do it. Those pictures, uh, have been on Facebook and Instagram. So make sure you go on there to check those out. Uh, also just an incredible, I have to give a shout out to the amazing communications team during this whole con, especially, um, I I mean, really everybody, social media, Instagram and Facebook, everybody covered this so well from all different angles. I feel like if you want to go on and see pictures, like they're still living on there and you can really go through and get a really good sense of the diversity of people that were there, the amount of people that were there. Uh, It was just really absolutely incredible. So thank you so much to the whole communications and social media team. But just a Um, disclaimer, you, you're bound to be jealous that you didn't make it. If you're looking (laughs) at the pictures for what you missed. Are you speaking from experience? I'm just saying, I, I, I had a hard time looking at the pictures because I was just so disappointed, but I am so glad that the podcast team and you were able to do such great coverage from thank on you, location. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you were thinking the social media, but I think we need to thank the podcast team again, because you guys did an amazing job uh, on site. Thank you. We, ha- we had a lot of fun. It was uh, a lot of me running around trying to see who I could give a microphone to, <laughs> but, but we did it. And in fact, there was one person who I really wanted to talk to, but I specifically did not hand a microphone to, that was Clayton Lawrence, the creative producer. He was a keynote speaker who talked about the new design of Aeronautica Landing inside Carowinds. And I got to listen to his speech. And what an amazing person. What an amazing job. He had so many stories. He took questions. I mean, almost 30 minutes of questions and then hung around after. And he was an open book and he would tell you. And I said, I don't want just a little five minute interview. We've got to get this guy on the podcast. And I know um, Derek Perry has been trying to, has been saying to us, we've got to get him on the book. But now I get it. And so I was like, you know something, let's just get your contact info. We need to have all of the ACERs here for you because for the people who were there, there are about 75 of us. What a treat that was for all of us to be able to hear from this person about design and the ideas that go and all just like fun little behind the scenes things. But they did such a great job with the Aeronautica landing refurb. Everything is flight themed in this area of Carowinds. All the rides, no matter what they are, have some sort of theming to flight 
or space. And it's just really fascinating. And I absolutely, uh, I can't wait to have Clayton on, on our podcast. Excited. Yeah, for sure. Everybody who wasn't at that speech was probably over in the Carowinds theater, listening to the history of Carowinds presentation, which I also heard was absolutely incredible. There were a lot of really great things that our members got to do included that they didn't have to buy a raffle ticket for that were just part of things like maintenance tours, ACE members toured the park sign shop, the mechanic shop, the paint shop, fiberglass, and so much more. Just a lot of really cool views of restricted areas. There was the Scarowins behind the scene tour and the vortex, like getting to be on the, uh, like right on the, what do they call it? Like the, basically the grass, like around where the coaster is and getting those up close photos, just some really cool, fun experiences that were just included as part of your coaster con ticket. Um, and you just had to sign up for it. So yeah, the, un- really the a lot of the unique stuff. I mean, that's one of the things that like when I said I, I was missing out because a lot of sometimes those events are for a particular particular year and they may not have them again. Right. So you're, you're really, uh, that's one of the uh, great things about the events that they put on is some of those things are so unique. It's like a one-time only thing and you don't know if you'll ever get to do it again. So they're really kind of cool behind the scene look. I just, it's one of my favorite things to do. I know because the sign shop may sound a little boring, but it's, pretty interesting really. yeah no the pictures are really cool i i would have loved to do that um one of the other things that also we got of course that everybody talks about is the exclusive ride time and on friday that last day there were two ert sessions on fury 325 <laughs> one in the morning and one at night and I was there for the night one. <laughs> it's so and, good at night. So good. Oh at night. my gosh. And uh, so apparently Elizabeth Ringus, our president told me that usually, or I guess in past years, maybe not usually, um, that in past years, the coaster con had always ended with the banquet and in, which was now this year on Wednesday night at the end of the Dollywoods portion of Coaster Con. But she said that she really liked the fact that, that it ended with this late night ERT. And honestly, I'm going to agree. I feel like that was so us. We were concentrated to this small area where, not small, but this one area, you know what I mean? Like we weren't mm-hmm. spread out throughout the park. So where Fury was open, Hurler was open. The drop tower was open. Um, I forget the name of it, but it's like an enterprise. You know, the enterprises that was open. And then there were two snack stations with unlimited sodas, unlimited ice cream (laughs) (laughs) and snacks. And so, and they gave us lockers for free to be able to ride Fury 325. Oh, that's awesome. That's really cool. That's actually one of like a perks you don't think about. Right. So it's like, here we are. It feels like we, I mean, it doesn't feel like we have this park to ourselves and specifically this part of the park. And people are just marathoning Fury 325 and saying goodbye, you know, running around and getting just last rides, last photos. Hey, we never rode a coaster together. Let's get on right now. Hey, we never took a picture together. You know, it was just such great, um, just a great feeling. And it was so ace. Like it was so like, it just seemed like that was the spirit of Coaster Con, like right there, like thanking the people who ran thing. You know what I mean? It was just, but meanwhile, getting on ACE and being crazy, giving ride operators buttons. Um, It was just fun. 
that was maybe uh, just like one of the the top moments for sure. Yeah, the people and the excitement. I mean, could you you could just feel? I I can almost hear it in your voice how how much you could just feel the excitement and all the people. So that it sounds sounds amazing. I'm so glad you guys got to do that, and that does sound like a a cool end to the to the event. It was. And another end to the event was the dinner that happened on Friday as well, where the winners of the Midway Olympics were announced. I had so much fun participating in the Midway Olympics. We really thought that we were going to place. Unfortunately, we didn't. I think we were off by like a hundred points. I think like if I had gotten that one basket that I missed, we could have <laughs> really let my team down. That's all right. Um, the winners of the Midway Olympics this year were... In third place, there was a tie. We'll travel for coasters, which was Sam Johnson, Christina Johnson, Robert Johnson, Irene Johnson, and Ben Hizu. And Team Simons Says, which was Jeremy Simons, Ian Simons, Ed Sinyaka, Jeff Braziel, and E. Scott Arnold. In second place was the Thuzies, Dylan Bomba, Alexis Bomba, Hunter Mattern, Whitney Riddle, and Carter Kip. And in first place, the winners of the Midway Olympics this year was the Avengers, Vasilios Ringus, Melina Ringus, Evangelos Ringus, Sarah Eskew, and Jackson Humphrey. Congratulations to the Avengers. Also, the winners of the Rubber Ducky Regatta were announced. For those who don't know, you were able to purchase a Rubber Ducky at sign up. You could also purchase them um, at like the registration table when you checked in uh, or one of the registration tables, I should say. And the duckies get dropped into this uh, like lazy river type area and everybody was cheering for them. And there were a record number of ready for this job. 846 ducks wow. in the rubber ducky regatta so much so that they needed like the like an entire sound laughing just because the pictures are hilarious they uh i guess in years past people have told me this is not me obviously but people have told me it's a little anticlimactic like they dump ducks and it's like and they go yeah. around and, and they it's go like, around right, real slow right. yeah fine that's like why would it's I a lazy not? river right it's a lazy river why i could be riding coasters right now but instead i'm watching this well everybody who so i didn't attend because someone told me no 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 let's go ride this coaster and i was still i was trying to get all the credits which i got <laughs> nice. A, nice plus plus four mountain coasters so racked up my coaster credits there but so i'm out there trying to get my credits and i heard from everybody this was the best rubber ducky regatta yet that it was holistic that there were just buckets and buckets and buckets and so many ride operators trying to get uh, and employees of of um of the park trying to get everybody to uh to, for their ducks to be in the correct space i mean everybody was laughing it was intense and um total raised for the preservation fund from ducks two thousand one hundred and twelve dollars so nice. that's uh that's amazing and i heard uh first place well let's get so there's first second third place and then last place <laughs> uh so third place was jason wallenberg the second place was john sebulski and first place was john bracado last place was john randall so three johns and a jason <laughs> wow <laughs> so what's the prize for the last place I don't, I don't know. I think you just get, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think you just, just, you, you get a medal and like, <laughs> Oh, nice. That's awesome. The for the Midway Olympics, you get like an Olympics type medal oh, that's and, great. uh, for the rubber ducky regatta, I believe that you just, uh, that you get a medal as well. Well, and, that's fun that you know, they have that. And, and, and an announcement the on the one. podcast. So <laughs> there you go. 
Oh my gosh. So funny. So I could just picture everyone laughing and carrying on and cheering. I mean, once they get dumped in though, you kind of lose track of them. (laughs) Another way that ACE uh, raised money this year, not just for the the preservation fund, the National Roller Coaster Museum, we did it through the silent auction. Uh, So many people and part the parks had donated such amazing items. And so this was our third silent auction. As I mentioned before, there was the one in Dollywood. Dollywood had donated for the first night. The second night was things that members and SNS had donated. And then on this last one, this Friday night were things that um, I think also some members, but mostly Carowinds had donated. There were pieces of Fury 325, uh, a gorgeous like picture of Thunder Road for those who loved that coaster. Uh, just so many really cool things. Dave Jackson donated his uh, vest of patches that he'd been collecting over the past 50 years, like absolutely incredible. Uh, so that was really, that's a member of, of ACE who, by the way, won the Spirit of Ace Award along with Emery Pico. I didn't mention that. This was announced at the banquet. Every year, Philadelphia Toboggan Coasters presents the Spirit of Ace Award. And this year, it was given to two people, Emery Pico and Dave Jackson, longtime members. Dave has been a member for 44 years and I think wow. Emery's right behind him at 30 years and they handle the ACE photo contest and they've always been super helpful during CoasterCon. They've also donated a bunch of things throughout the years to help raise money for the ACE Preservation Fund and just really exactly what it sounds like. They are the spirit of ACE. That's that's what you know a great ACE volunteer should be. So congratulations yes. to the two of them. I should also mention that on the last day, uh, we gave out, Ace gave out an honorary membership. An honorary uh-huh. membership is something that is given out to someone who really deserves it. And this year it was given out to Bill Graves. He served on boards. He is an absolutely exemplary member and he was blown away to be able to get this honorary membership. I did an interview with him that was on the Ace Instagram stories and he just spoke about to him. It was just, he didn't, he never thought that he would be honored in this way, but he just appreciated it. He loves coasters so much and he was just uh, proud to, to be an ACE member. And I just love that. So congratulations to Bill and Emery and Dave. And thank you for all of your service to ACE throughout the years. For sure. For sure. Definitely sounds like uh, members that you want to know and want to bump into again. Right, exactly. So that's something that I wasn't expecting about my first time at CoasterCon was um, how how much people are honored, how much fundraising we actually do during that time for really cool things that I wanted. (laughs) I wish I had wish I had won. The silent auction is so much fun, and you get really great items. You can get you can win great items for way less than you normally would find them on eBay or anything. So yeah, very very unique things that are just for that particular park you're at. And yeah, yeah, just so just so amazing. So I reached out to our treasurer Chris Tilsley, 
and got the final numbers of what was raised through the auctions and the raffles and everything, all of the fundraising that was done. So not counting the first silent auction, which was done by Dollywood, and all proceeds from that went to the National Roller Coaster Museum archives. Uh, Not sure on that number yet, but from everything else that we did, check out these numbers. For the ACE archives, we raised $4,484. For preservation, $4,434. For the National Roller Coaster Museum archives, $6,918. And so that is a grand total of $15,834. Again, not including the Dollywood raffle. So thank you to everybody who participated in our fundraising efforts. Those are just amazing numbers. Can you believe, John, that last year there were 850 members who attend and this year it was 1,300? I still find that amazing. So kudos to all everybody who's just like you know sharing their stories you did a podcast on your first experience and how to enjoy, you know the things to look for and we've talked about it and it's just like it's amazing you're seeing that many new faces and new people and that's yeah. uh it's, it's awesome 500 first timers 500 time. 500 that's so exciting. So many people had milestones. There were two people who made it their honeymoon. <laughs> oh, cool. oh, gosh. But yeah, a lot of people saved their 100th or their 250 for this trip. And so I just thought that that was really great. What a great, just what a great event. I'm home now and kind of needing to take a little bit of a vacation from the vacation. <laughs> Take because a break it's a lot of well think about it if you want to get in both oh, yeah. rts you got to be there at 7 a.m and then you got to stay then, until midnight yeah <laughs> so yeah so uh now since this was your first what are your top tips and uh, maybe something that you learned that you uh, will take into the next year's coaster con definitely some of the obvious things like comfortable shoes a rain jacket? What would I have done without my ace rain jacket? I don't know. I wore everybody who saw me saw me in that red rain jacket that I bought on Sunday when I first got there. Definitely preparing for all different types of weather because rain did not slow us down. We were on coasters. We were getting it done. So comfortable shoes, uh, dressing for all different kinds of weather. Um, And because you're not getting a lot of sleep, remembering to hydrate. I mean, these are just basic, some basic theme park things. But but specifically, I would say uh, something that I didn't do that I wish I had done was bring cash. Was there were a lot of opportunities, whether it was um, people at tables that were, you know what I mean, like selling things that I would have liked. Yeah, that I, I wouldn't next... have thought of that because we kind of are all in the mindset of most of the big parks are cashless. Right. So but this we aren't purposely. Parks. Yeah, but this, yeah. Was, this was like members selling things to help raise money for ACE preservation and things like that. Right. And um, some of them had PayPal, but not all or, or QR <clears throat> codes and things like that. So next year I would bring cash just to make sure that I could, um, you know, sort of do be part of those things that were definitely like, oh, I wish I could buy that, you know, mug, but I have to borrow cash from someone and then Venmo them and whatever. So that's one tip. Um, And then another one was, wow, proximity to the park in terms of your hotel. If you want to try to get a nap in throughout the day 
or um, just refresh your outfit. <laughs> no, uh, change, change into change into clean clothes that aren't yeah, wet. <laughs> absolutely. Also, uh, bringing your um, ha- having room in your suitcase in, <laughs> because. There to were bring back, to bring back the stuff that you get. Yeah, because Ace had some really great clearance deals on Ace merch. And like I said, there were people who were selling vintage things and whatever that I wanted to bring home. But then the silent auctions, some of the things I was just like, I would bid on that, but I have no room in my luggage. <laughs> and I don't want to bother shipping it to myself. So I was like, oh, I wish I had room for that. Also, uh, Dollywood giving us a gift at every single time we left the evening ERT. We got a t-shirt that I'm wearing right now that they surprised us with. They gave us a large coffee tumbler. They gave us the medallion, the collectible coin. They gave us uh, the retired piece of Thunderhead block. I mean, I needed to make room in my luggage for all of this. So, <laughs> Not to mention anything else you got while you were there. Right. And of course, if you've never been to these parks or you haven't been in a while, you know, you want something to remember your time there. And so those are my biggest top takeaways that I can think of right now. And I was really happy to have log ride, to be able to log all of my new rides. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Keeping track. That's really fun. Keeping track of all my coasters. I'm trying to think of anything else, but those are the big ones. Those are the so, big ones. So you talked a lot about people and meeting all these new folks and stuff. Do you, do you feel like you're going to stay connected and look forward to seeing them again in next year's coaster con? Or are you already Facebook friends and Absolutely. I I accepted so many friend requests this trip. I've already been tagged in some photos that I've shared. And so, you know, it's really great to be able to now have met even more friends from all around the country that I know that if I go to any ACE event anywhere, I'm going to see people that I recognize and that I know. It was just by the end of the week, I mean, everybody just walking and saying hi to everybody, remembering names was some, sometimes tough, but thankfully, because <laughs> oh, you're meeting so many people at the same oh time. Oh my gosh, the name tags are so vital to to CoasterCon. Yeah. And sh- shout out to everybody who wore them all week long, like myself, because you know just being able to remember people's name, putting faces with names and the repetitiveness of it. But by the end, I think I got most of it. But yeah, I feel like I just, you know, when you're riding a coaster with someone, you just make that connection with them, or especially if it was like your first time on the coaster, then that memory is always associated with them. So yeah, so many new friends from all around. It was so great meeting you all. And again, thanks to everybody who said you listen to the podcast. You know what we really need is some reviews <laughs> is that we don't have any reviews of, of of recent. So if you could go on, especially if you're on, uh, I hate to, the Apple podcast where they allow you to write reviews, please rate us and review us because we see those. And if you're um, an Android, uh, right there in the Google Play Store, uh, you can do it right in the podcast app and put your reviews right there please do that. We would appreciate that so much. So we've had three episodes now of all of the coverage for CoasterCon. So Parting, would you uh, sign up for next year? Absolutely. I cannot wait for next year in Northern California at California's Great America, Six Flags Discovery Kingdom, and the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, which I love so much. I cannot wait to go to NorCal. A special thank you to 
of course, Steve Birdo, uh, who was absolutely wonderful in organizing all of the things that he did for CoasterCon 45. Shout out to Ace Southeast, Josh Harrington and all of the team of Ace Southeast for being such great region hosts. Thank you to all of the committee members and all of the volunteers who did such a great job putting this together and just made everything so wonderful. I I just can't, I have so many happy memories. I'd have to say my favorite was definitely the first night. So and the last night. So really, <laughs> don't, the whole don't thing. No, really, no, honestly, the first night with getting there and meeting everybody on like date, you're just meeting so many people and that amazing banquet, that amazing welcome dinner for us and just how Dollywood treated us was so wonderful. And then that last night was just all of the goodbyes and the fun on, on Fury 325 and just all of us punchy and happy and just feeling just overwhelmed with, with love. You know, it was great. So don't miss CoasterCon 46, everybody. Get ready because it's going to be amazing, I'm sure. And I can't wait to see you all there. And honestly, John, it made me more excited about visiting a more ACE events and seeing more of them, seeing which ones I can get to in the future. You know, we have the ACE Preservation Conference, August 25th through the 27th. And then afterwards, there's going to be an ACE Day at Nickelodeon Universe. So exciting for that. That's up in the New York area. Did I mention where that's going to be? That's at Rye Playland, Adventureland, Dino's Wonder Wheel Amusement Park, and Luna Park. So excited. Um, I hope I get to go to that. I don't know if I can make it work, but uh, if you can make it, I'm sure that you would have a great time there. Everybody was talking about that. And then, of course, Ace Fall Conference in Utah, which is going to be at Lagoon and SNS. What are you thinking, John? I know you are super excited for that Axis coaster. Sure, what did I you think not. about Preston's announcement that there are going to be ACE members who get to ride the prototype? Uh, I am I'm glad because they were we're not sure they were going to get to do that. So if <laughs> I, I think if that would be, I mean, it looks cool. It's because it's got a launch and it's just the basic uh, cars. But man, and I've never been to Lagoon. Well, we don't know the two. There were two souls. <clears throat> we don't know if there's going to be a lift hill or a launch. So. Uh, ah, yeah. no. Yes, I know. But I mean, the, the model. Right. The model, the prototype. The model. Right, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Good clarification there. Oh my gosh. How are uh, they going to figure out who gets to go on it? I mean, I think it's going to be rough. It's going to be a competition. <laughs> I think it has to be. <laughs> we better raise I know a lot most of, of us would, I must, most of us would love to stand up for that. Right. Right. Oh my goodness. Like how much would you donate for the chance? <laughs> To be able to have yeah. get a ride on this this prototype. So uh, whoever gets to do it, we're going to have to interview them on the podcast if it's not one of us. So. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely be a great episode because we all want to know, right? Inquiring minds want to know. And speaking of ACE events, here is the event calendar for July 2023. First up on July 8th, hosted by ACE New England, it's ACE Plays at Lake Compounds. Did you know Lake Compounds is the oldest continuously operating amusement park in the country? Well, you get to enjoy full access to the park and water park, including an all-you-care-to-eat buffet lunch and an hour of exclusive ride time on Boulder Dash, the Mountain Coaster, and Phobia Fear Coaster. Make sure you get your registration in because registration ends July 2nd. 
This event will feature morning and evening ERT, a catered meal, and a day in the park. Make sure you register by July 3rd. On Saturday, July 15th, there's another Coasting for Kids. This one is at Storyland in New Hampshire. If you haven't already heard, ACE is partnering with Give Kids the World in support of their Coasting for Kids events throughout this whole summer, which is a great opportunity to experience the thrill and excitement of your local theme park while championing a wonderful cause. You raise a minimum of $100 for Give Kids the World Village, and you get to enjoy complimentary park admission, plus special perks, and earn great incentive prizes. Also on Saturday, July 15th, it's the first ever Aloha Con hosted by Ace South Central at Hawaiian Falls, Waco in Waco, Texas. Join us for the very first Aloha Con and the very first ever visit to Hawaiian Falls in Waco, Texas. What better way to beat the heat in July than a day at the water park and an amazing value? There will be exclusive slide time, get it? Plus a continental breakfast sponsored by Hawaiian Falls all-day admission. There's also going to be some treats and unlimited soft drinks. One coupon for an adult beverage with fun activities and prizes. Deadline to register is July 8th. Also on Saturday, July 15th, hosted by Ace Western Pennsylvania, it's KennyCon at Kennywood. It's back in July this year, and as we know, the haunt season doesn't occur until autumn, but this year's event is going to have a little bit of a spooky flavor. KennyCon is always known to celebrate Kennywood's ride anniversaries, and this is the 15th year for Ghostwood Estate, the park's beloved interactive dark ride. So before the park opens, attendees will enjoy the opportunity to both walk through and ride Ghostwood Estate, plus morning ERT on the steel curtain, Thunderbolt, plus nighttime ERT will include the brand new Spinvasion with its awesome light package and Phantom's Revenge, which is just undoubtedly one of the best night rides out there. There's also a picnic dinner. Make sure you register by July 5th. On July 16th, who's ready for a cheetah hunt? That's right, hosted by Ace Florida, it's Cheetah Hunt 15K Riding Marathon at Busch Gardens in Tampa. Following the success of our previous Coaster Marathon events, we hope to see everybody there 15 kilometers on Cheetah Hunt. That means 11 rides. So your event includes your park admission, free parking, two hours ERT on Cheetah Hunt, a commemorative award medal, that is if you finish it, of course a buffet lunch at Quasi Pavilion, guest speakers, and additional gifts and prizes. Make sure you register by July 9th. Saturday, July 22nd, it's Ace Gets Lost, hosted by Ace North Central at Lost Island Theme Park in Waterloo, Iowa, America's newest theme park. Ace will visit this park in its second year of operation. Come visit the 2022 Golden Ticket winner for Best New Family Attraction, Volcano Quest for the Golden Idol. This theme park features five distinct lands with unique characters, rides, and themes. The theme park may be in the Iowa cornfields, but you will be transported to the mystical tropical island. The day will include group price tickets, a group lunch, and ERT on Matagani, their intimate launch coaster. I think I said that right. Registration closes on July 9th. Also on Saturday, July 22nd, it's Ocean Fest 1, hosted by Ace Mid-Atlantic at Jolly Roger at 30th Street and Jolly Roger at the Pier in Ocean City, Maryland. Enjoy a day by the ocean and catch four coaster credits. The event includes a discounted daytime armband to both Jolly Roger at the Pier and Jolly Roger at 30th Street, and also includes an invitation to the Haunted Mansion Lights On Tour at Funland Rehoboth the following day. 
on Sunday, July 23rd, Ace North Central is hosting an informal meetup at Adventureland Park in Altoona, Iowa. And if you're in the Eastern Great Lakes region, how about a picnic? Saturday, July 29th at Stricker's Grove in Hamilton, Ohio. This is a private, close to the public amusement park located northwest of Cincinnati. The park has two wooden roller coasters, the Teddy Bear, which is an Ace Coaster classic, a wooden family coaster built by using the blueprints of the original Teddy Bear at Coney Island, and the Tornado, the larger of the two wooden coasters designed by Al Collins, who is best known for his work on the Beast at Kings Island. This is a rare opportunity to get two elusive wooden coaster credits on a day when the park isn't normally open to the public. There's also going to be 18 hole mini golf and concession stands and a buffet. It sounds like a great event. Who's ready for Ace Flies with the Phoenix on Saturday, July 29th at Knobles in Pennsylvania. Join Ace Eastern Pennsylvania for a fun day filled with friends, food, the water cup challenge, morning ERT on Twister and evening ERT on Phoenix, which of course is rated the number one wooden coaster in the world by Amusement Today's Golden Ticket Awards. We don't want you to miss any upcoming Ace events, so make sure that you're checking the website ridewithace.com under the events calendar. All right. So I think we can't leave this podcast without asking you, you talked about the credits. Uh So did any of those coasters kind of pull out and uh, do you have some favorites? Did you make changes or do you even track (laughs) what your favorite is? I do. And Fury 325, you know, it's funny because uh, everybody was talking when we were in Carowinds about, I feel like there's like two factions of people. There's like the people who love Intimidator and the people who love Fury 325, like which ones, but I, which is funny because, you know, they're right next to each other. There's, they have similarities, you know, but like everybody has a favorite. My favorite was definitely three Fury 325 um, for multiple reasons, but really just like in the front row of Fury 325, which is mm-hmm. where I had my first ride. And then I, I think I hit every single row just about, and it was still my favorite. So um, it's definitely, I think it made my top, uh, am I willing to say top three? I think it's in my top three. Nice. I, am, I, I'm really excited about it. I, I wish, I don't know. I wish I loved the theming of a little, a little bit more. There's just something about the theming that's not a hundred for me. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Where Intimidator yes. theming is so perfect. Like yes. with the start your engines and the, you know what I mean? Like start to finish. You're like, yeah, okay. I get it. I'm not sure about the 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 B thing. Yeah, but, are you but, with me on that? I, I would agree. But when and when it, when they light that thing up at night, Ugh. oh man, Ugh. you could see it from the parking lot, and oh man, and it's so. Sometimes I I'll, I'll give I'll give a little credit to the way it looks at night as some theming elements. But yeah. you're right; it definitely is is you're 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 there for the ride. Right. (laughs) But I'm such a theme person. You are. So you were so conflicted, right? (laughs) So I was conflicted about where it fits, but it's it's somewhere in my top three. I just haven't decided. It's okay. You don't have to decide (laughs) and and air it out on the podcast. So any other uh, unique rides that uh, called out for you? I mean, I could, well, I'd never been on a mountain coaster before. And, so, oh, nice. and again, shout out to the wonderful team that made that happen because what a great experience. And I, yeah, that was really fun. I don't know that I had a favorite of those. Maybe Wild Stallion. Uh, I don't know, but the Smoky Mountain Alpine has the fun lights. They all have some cool elements, right? Yeah. And it's really about, you know, it's a 
kind of can be a similar experience one to the other, but you know, it's really about your surroundings. But I really enjoyed that and I'd like to ride more. So that was really cool. And of course, at Dollywood, I mean, I I don't know that I can tell you which one is my favorite, but getting to ride lightning rod at night yeah. in the rain. <laughs> One, it has the theming. Two, exciting. Three, you know, it, it was just all around a really cool experience. Um, I am still and, jealous. You know, I have not been on Lightning Rod. It was right? down when I was there. So, oh, um, I'm sorry to hear yeah, that. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. It gives me something to look forward to when but, I get to go next. And um, Big Bear Mountain, of course. Like, yeah. Incredible. And I really like Dragonflyer. I got a few rides in on that. And I was like, I just love being able to put my hands up. I liked Wildly. I mean, to me, Dollywood doesn't have a bad coaster. No. It doesn't. Like, it doesn't have anything that's too rough. <laughs> it doesn't have anything that I have a lot of notes on. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? That's Where okay. a couple notes in Carowinds, <laughs> 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 but then it has Fury 325 and Intimidator. You know what I mean? Which are like absolutely like world class. You know, people come from all over to see those. But yeah, I don't know. We don't have to compare. <laughs> they can no, both be no. good for different because, reasons. Yeah, exactly. You, know? you like them for different things. And I'm so grateful to these parks for everything that they uh, did for us. So yeah, thank you for making my first CoasterCon an incredible experience. And to everybody listening, we want to hear from you. We want to know about how your experience was. So please send us an email to podcast at aceonline.org. We're going to start reading some of the emails that you sent on our podcast. So please send us those emails and let us know your thoughts or any questions that you have for us or ideas for future podcasts. Please reach out to us and make sure you are following Ace on all social channels to make sure that you know what's going on inside the American Coaster Enthusiast. If you weren't at CoasterCon, you're going to feel like you were there from all of the photos and videos that were taken. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Discord, Twitter. So make sure you're following us everywhere at search for at Ride with Ace. And of course, our website is ridewithace.com to find out about all of the exciting events coming up. And thanks for listening. And thanks again for giving us amazing rundown on CoasterCon. I wish you could have been there, John. So do I. Next year. Next year? For sure. Ride With Us is produced by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, a registered 501c3 organization. Visit ridewithace.com for additional information, and we will see you at the parks. <laughs>